Welcome to this week's edition of Oot Boot, the podcast within a podcast where we discuss history that we see Oot Boot and in action. This week's topic is an Oot Boot sent in by fan of the podcast Jeff Millward, who is coincidentally also a fan of Black Panther. So this dovetails nicely in with the third episode of Notice History, which, to refresh your memory, was about Black Panther, the movie, and how it was bringing repatriation kind of into the pop culture landscape. And one thing that we talked about in the episode is how, in the movie, they use Benin as an example in the museum that's supposed to represent Great Britain. So in May of 2018, French President Emmanuel Macron has appointed an art historian named Benedict Savoy and a Senegalese writer, Felwyn Starr, to address the issue in French museums and investigate how to best bring the process of identifying what should be repatriated and how into the French government system and their museum collections. This is a really big deal because France is amongst many of the other major Western nations that have long resisted pretty vehemently the repatriation of any cultural belongings and the steps that are now being taken may actually tip the scales in Europe as a whole towards more open attitudes towards the matter. That's not to say that as a blanket statement, Europe is totally opposed to repatriation, but this is certainly a huge step for the region. This process actually started in March of 2018, when after a lot of hard work on the part of the president of Benin, Patrice Talon, made a formal visit to Paris, um, making repatriation of artifacts from the Dahomey Kingdom a high-ranking topic of discussion during their meetings. President Macron has said over the next five years he will be working on strategies for temporary or permanent repatriations to the French-speaking African nation. I thought it was interesting as well that, as I mentioned before, in a particular Telegraph article, they go on to mention Black Panther's role in bringing this into kind of like the more public universe, if you will. And they were questioning whether or not France's move, coupled with the pressure that the British Museum in particular is feeling due to Black Panther and its handling of repatriation in that one scene, whether or not that will spark a lot of change on their side. And just to refresh the listener's memory, the part in Black Panther where this is brought up, when Killmonger's in a fictional British museum, And he's speaking to a curator. He says, how did you think your ancestors got these? Do you think they paid a fair price or did they just take it like they took everything else? And he was specifically referring to objects that were from the fictional land of Wakanda, but they were introduced to him as objects from Benin, which are currently under contestation, which is pretty interesting. So there are a lot of arguments for and against this particular move um, on the part of people from Benin or people who have immigrated from Benin to France as well. So there's no sort of overarching opinion. Um, Some of the arguments for that have been stated are, of course, the importance of regaining cultural ownership and identity, um, that the objects arrive through unjust means, they need to be put back where the people are, and having them in Benin will encourage tourism, bringing capital to the countries where the objects are from, which I think is a pretty important argument to be made. One of the major arguments against that is being made on the part of people in Benin and France alike is that the objects may actually end up in private collections once they arrive. And in some African countries, there are no national museums, or at least no museums with enough funding for equipment to maintain object safety, or at least what perhaps like a Western museum would consider object safety. Hmm. So there's a lot of things to wrestle with there. That's true. And I don't know, and I can't pretend to know what the right or best decision in the situation would be. 
But I do think it's incredibly powerful to consider that something that was done in a pop culture movie about superheroes can rally the public opinion enough that pressure would be made for people to be considering making these changes and having these conversations or taking them more seriously than they might have otherwise done. I think it speaks to um, what a wonderful job Marvel has done and the movie makers of Black Panther have done. And I'm sure they've done a good job in the other ones that they've done, but particularly Black Panther has been lauded for its handling of a number of issues, uh, representation and um, diversity, just all kinds of wonderful things. And this is among those. And it's so encouraging to see it actually affecting real change or at least influencing change that's already in a conversation and helping to strengthen and bolster it. There's been a lot of hard work done on the part of activists and people in the political realm to make this happen, but you're totally right. A lot of people don't even know that this is a thing or an issue. And when you have something like a movie, like Marvel movies are crazy popular. So many people put their butts in seats to watch those. You're bringing these concepts to people that maybe haven't thought of them. And they aren't just popular in the Western world. Mm -hmm. They're popular internationally. So these are conversations that are now being brought to countries all over the world, countries that may be wrestling with these issues themselves as well, that aren't, you know, Britain or France and aren't these other countries that have done a lot of colonial things. Maybe maybe China's now having conversations, maybe Japan, maybe other countries. Hopefully they are, but now it's a part of a conversation where people are starting to say, oh, maybe that's not okay that some museums have these objects. Or maybe it's a conversation that needs to happen about where these objects should be stored. And, you know, I'm sure many people have never considered it before, and maybe now they are. I think that that other side of the coin is really interesting, though, when you talk about the capabilities of countries to maintain the collections themselves. Because part of that, the crux of that problem is that really we're holding these countries to what are Western standards. And these are standards that are coming from countries that might be 50 times more wealthy every given year than the countries that they're criticizing. So how do you deal with that when some archives in certain African countries, the documents are growing moldy because the state can't put any money into maintaining those collections? So it's it's such an interesting conversation to have. Not saying I have the answers, just trying to throw a wrench Marble tire. No, but it's all fair, right? Mm. Those are important things to consider. And that's part of why there is no easy answer to this. That's why these conversations are ongoing and why it's so tricky to figure out where they should be stored and where is the best place for them to be stored because whose decision ultimately is it? And that's, I think, the thing that kind of stuck out for me the most is the idea that arguably somewhere like um, the British Museum, it's free to go in, right? So more people are able to see it. If an object is returned to a private collection that may literally end up in someone's home and maybe only particular people can see it, even though it's in its homeland, is that where it belongs? Maybe it is. Maybe it belongs to the person, the actual person who's receiving it as per the traditions of the area, and now it belongs in their home. But there's also an argument to be made about, is it for everyone? I don't know. What about you, museum-going listener? What do you think about the arguments for and against the repatriation of these particular cultural belongings? Do you think we are on the cusp of a major shift in museum practices? So let us know your answers, or if you have noticed something interesting out in a boot that you would like to share, send us an email at podcast at nohistory.ca or reach out to us on social media at Notice History. Your topic can be featured in our next episode. 
Thank you, Jeff, for sending this week's topic in. If you like what you hear, tell your friends and subscribe to Notice History wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in to Oot and Boot, and we will see you next Tuesday for a brand new episode of Notice History.